Hey girl, hey. 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 I do. Yes, I do. I do. So, usually start off as a slumber party uh, after a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> and then like, I'm a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> I'm LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the Millennial Chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. 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 Um, we got company today. Yes, we do. So we got to be on our best behavior. <laughs> yeah, right. That never happens. Like, <laughs> it's the Hey Girl. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast. Shouts to Urban Media today. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown, and I'm the chatter chick, Lashawn. And Who's I'm the star over here. What's up? <laughs> Who is I'm she? Danielle chick. Oh, oh hey, yes, Miss Cherry. <laughs> Call me Ebony today. Uppity. <laughs> She's the uppity chick. She's the uppity, uppity, ebony. Everybody Lord. has the uppity chick. Every time got one. Uppity <laughs> ebony. Come on Lord. in the house, uppity. We have okay. a special guest on the show today. Um, Kim Wood is a good friend Hi. of mine. I've known Kim for few years um uh, she holds an executive position here in pittsburgh and i um, mean she she's just oh my goodness she could talk about what she does professionally um in the last 25 of the show but she's on the show she's a friend of the show she watches the episodes and she I like the fact that she accepted the invite to be on today um kim is also asian american and why that's important today is because this is actually a hot topic across the country where a lot of folks um, are talking about the recent events that involved the Asian American community. It's something that the black, um, the black community knows all too well when it comes to abuse and racism. Um, and just recently the community in Atlanta suffered a great loss. Eight people um, died due to a, we say racist act. Of course, someone said he was just having a bad day, but we'll talk bad about day. that. Right. Uh-huh. When, we'll, when we'll talk, when we wrap up uh, the hot topics and then we'll talk to Kim about how uh, her family and her community is dealing with everything. So first things first, let's start with the cursing Kurt Franklin. Yes. <laughs> Come on in the house, Kurt. Right. Right. Come on to the, to the front of the pulpit. Kim, this is where we, we discuss the hot topics, so feel free to chime in. Cousin okay. Kurt Franklin. Carry on Franklin is Kurt Franklin's son. He shared a video, the audio of his dad, Kurt Franklin, who they thought was, uh, they called him Plies at the end of at the end when the story, <laughs> when the story aired. Uh, his dad, award-winning gospel artist, Kurt Franklin, you all know him. Uh, he was calling him out his name. He was like, I took you, no. <laughs> <laughs> he went in. He definitely went in. He went in. He went in. In. So Kurt and his family, uh, his wife Tammy, were on uh, Tamron Hall's show, and they talked about uh, his son's claims that he is an abusive parent. Um, Kurt also opened up about the challenges that he's had with his son early on. This man is thirty-three years old. Yeah, we're not talking about yeah. a child, right? And he, right. you know, and he's being, according to Kirk, he's being disrespected. Uh, disrespectful and more aggressive. He said, I respect Kirion. I'm not Kirion's equal. I am not his equal. I am his dad. We have mm-hmm. all heard this from a parent or a guardian, a grandma, a granddad. I am not your friend. Um, right. And he's, Kurt also expresses disappointment in himself after exploding 
and it, it, the video being now viral. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Let's have uh, Kim talk about it first since she's our guest. Um, well, you know, I think he's a parent, you know, um, first and no parent is perfect. It happens. Um, if this was a child, you know, a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old, I think there would be issues. But we're talking about a 33-year-old grown man who recorded a conversation, a private conversation of, to me, personal family matters. Um, I think the son was wrong. Um, I think mm -hmm. dirty laundry was aired that shouldn't have been aired. And it was absolutely, uh, the son was wrong. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I've lost my cool as a parent, you know, and said things. Because sometimes children take they it. They push out. you there. They do. Yeah, that. They, they they bring yeah, you there. You know. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, and and like I said, parents. He's human. Before he's a gospel singer. Before you know, he's human. And uh, and sometimes your kids disrespect you and and take you there. And uh, mm -hmm. definitely, you know, he's wrong. The, the child, so to speak, as we're talking about the grown man child. Mm -hmm. He's a millennial. We have a millennial in the house. We're going to let our woman of a certain age respond last because I know she's got some stuff simmering. Um, and knowing she, she, she knows the Lord personally. So we'll have her <laughs> speak on it. <laughs> but Jer, Jer, what do you think? This guy's 33 years old. I yeah. mean, what so you think? I, um, I heard about the story and I most recently, I've been trying to, you know, get to the audio, but I most recently listened to it today. And I have a few things and I'm going to play devil's advocate. You know, I am. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I agree. The, uh, he's a 33-year-old grown man. This is obviously issues that Kirk, Kirk had said in uh, one of the videos that, it was, that has been going on since he was a child. Mm -hmm. So this is a serious family matter. Um, he is a human before he is, you know, a gospel singer, a celebrity, mm -hmm. an artist, and he's a parent. And, um, you know, kids take us there, you know what I mean? You know, they take them there, you know, rather. And I understand, I get it, you know what I mean? Um, I think maybe the son wanted to exploit him just to be like, hey, this is Kirk Flake Franklin, yeah. the gospel you guys love so much he's talking bad to me he's doing he's cussing me out of my name and mm -hmm. like you had said if he was a six-year-old child seven-year-old then it would be like huh you know what i mean right but i don't i think the gr the grown boy <laughs> was trying to you know be a little bit you know mean about it and he did say oh why don't you shut the f up like you know i wouldn't even talk to my parent that way you know what i mean like that's just very disrespectful in the same breath, I had came across like reading like tweets and stuff like that. And I think what happens in the black community a lot is that it is supposed to be okay to talk to your children that way. And I think that's where a lot of trauma and stuff happens mm. and a lot of aggression towards uh, black men in particular have in relationship mm. towards women in general. So I think maybe how he had said it came off wrong you know maybe mm -hmm. he shouldn't have been so aggressive and you know and I think the son he probably sounds like he has like some mental issues obviously and it probably rubbed him the wrong way no I, I you know that's your son you're going to do what you want to do but I think maybe the way it came off was a bit aggressive now prior to we don't know what happened before and like Kirk had said um he had called the therapist or something like that and was trying to calm him down or trying to talk to him and the son didn't air that off so we don't know what happened beforehand we just know what happened during and aftermath so mm. 
those are my two cents on it. You know, it was he's gonna do what he you know, the parent, you know what I mean? But maybe it just came off a little too strong. And I think that's where, like I said, you know, trauma hits black men and they think it's okay to show that aggression. But you know, okay. That's well, all right, Jerry. Chick. I yeah. All I he didn't put him in a loony bench and said he was Hello. crazy. Hello. Ah! I agree with everything that you two have said, all of it. But I'm going to piggyback on this because the one part you said, you know, with uh, black black families, how they talk to their kids, and then but we make a joke about how white kids talk to their parents, how they mm-hmm. cuss them out. They be like, "Damn it, Dad!" Mm-hmm. And then they be like, "Okay, Johnny, be quiet." Yeah, <laughs> that's not that's not funny. You know what I mean. So if a black parent goes at their child for talking bad to them and using, you know, cursing, oh, they're bad. They're aggressive. But we make comments and joke. Comedians said forever, like how white kids are, you know, cussing at their parents, and their parents like, okay, Johnny, that's not cool. It's not mm-hmm. cool either way. So, you know, when you said um, our kids take us there. Our kids take us there, but when it's a child, when they take us there, we we know when to stop. We 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 go there, right. but then we're like, okay, stop. We pull back. Mm-hmm. But when a grown man, mm-hmm. someone you done raised, you've been going to therapy with, and you've been doing all this, and then they call you out and say, you haven't done this for them, or you're not doing this, that's going to take you there. And then they cuss you out. Mm-hmm. Anybody grown that cusses me out, Heaven forbid, and I know the Lord, like you said, I know the Lord, but I know him personally. We talk all the time. <laughs> you know, that's that's one where you got to pull back and say, hey, Lord, forgive me, because or calm me down or shut me up or kill you me right now. You're not thinking about, about that. To go down. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it's one of those things. It's about yeah. to go down. And with that young man forgotten, Kirk said this, I am not his equal. I'm his dad. He mm-hmm. lost all respect for him. And we only heard one side of that story. Right. We didn't hear what he he put his to put family business out there when you're going to yeah, that's wrong. family yeah. business is yeah. family that's personal. business. That's yeah. personal. Yeah. A lot of celebrity kids do that though. Remember Alec Baldwin exactly. got into it with his daughter. A lot of celebrity kids do that because you know, I'm assuming because they're privileged spoiled and, and they're privileged. spoiled and and they've been allowed to do this for so long. And so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, and even though he's 33. He's still his son and he is a celebrity. And so it's like, you know, no telling what they argued about. Like you said, yeah. Yeah, we see what happened to privileged people. We're privileged groups of people. They think that they can do and say what they want to say. And Mm -hmm. no one is going to get hurt or suffer any, or they're not going to suffer any repercussions for what they have done. That happens Mm -hmm. to the privileged segment. Mm -hmm. So this, and, and, you know, with privileged kids, they're thinking, yeah, I'm going to let them know how my dad really is. I'm going to let them know how my mom really is. You know, mm-hmm. not right. really is, but but whenever somebody bucks against privileged people, they come back, their attack is totally different. It's to cut right. you really bad. Right. So, yeah, with Kurt Franklin, I was like, all right, you know, I was cool. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the proper thing to say, because, mm-hmm. you know, right now we're on social media. Some people will come against what I said or or attack, but you know, my feeling right now, I get it. I understand mm-hmm. it. I don't, I don't know about his approach and attempt, but 
it doesn't surprise yeah. me. It's just that it what surprised me is that his son recorded and we heard it. Mm-hmm. I remember I heard cursing before. I know what that is. I've done right. it. He they put just a couple of mm-hmm. N words on that. Yeah. He went in on that one. Yeah. Um remember I remember Bill Cosby talking about how uh he when he grew up, he thought his name was God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, right. and th- I mean, that was a way and I'm not making an excuse because like you said, Jerry, a lot of this, you know, brought forth a lot of trauma. Um, but uh, that it was something that we grew up my aunt. Oh, my gosh. I, she can't help but drop right. an F-bomb, I'm you know, when she's talking to her kids. It's, and and, <laughs> and so, it was so much. It was so much that it was just like. But who's she talking to? She's talking to you. She said, mm-hmm. A-hole, that's you. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you the A-hole. You the <laughs> you you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, it, does, it happens. It doesn't make it right. It does not right. make it right. And one thing that really, really makes it wrong, and I, I'll piggyback on all three, you don't publicly put your parents out there, regardless right. of how mm-hmm. wrong you exactly. think they are. They are your parents. You mm-hmm. only have one they mom and one dad, and that's world. just not, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just not something that you do. And then he cut them checks off, and that's probably what it was. See what happened mm-hmm. when you get that, you know, put the Popeye's application in your nah. last name, Franklin. They know your name. You better change know. your name. Speaking of speaking of knowing names, first Karen, now Sharon. We talk about Sharon Osborne. She's a mess too. Fans are very upset about the recent outburst led by talk show host, the talk co-host, Sharon Osborne, who kind of went on the defense. Um on one of her co-hosts and my so sweet so royal Cheryl Underwood. Um, she sat down with Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. She was very upset, not at her co-host or at Cheryl Underwood, but she felt like she was set up um, because the producers went to her and asked her, did she want to comment on the Pierce Morgan um, situation? She said, sure. And then, she, and then she said, a producer came up to her and said, well, what, what happened? You know, maybe one of your co-hosts disagree. And she was like, okay. And earlier on, they had made a pact that they weren't going to surprise each other with um, uncomfortable questions. They had talked about race before and Carrie, uh, she started crying about the question that she had asked an African-American co-host. And she felt like, damn, I felt set up. So they had agreed not to do that. Uh, This according to Sharon in her interview with Kevin Frazier. So she thought when that question was brought up and when Cheryl said something to her, she thought she was being set up. And that's what brought forth her anger. Um, and she knew that she was wrong and she had since apologized to uh, Cheryl in private. Um, she, she said Cheryl has not returned her, her phone calls. Um, but, you know, all this because Meghan Markle didn't want to talk to Pierce, to, Morgan. Uh, Pierce Morgan. Well, he, he's, he goes he's said something That's why against her. Happened. Yeah. He's had something yeah. against her for a while. And she and um, Sharon uh, protected him or something, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He belittled uh, Megan's feelings. She said that she felt suicidal, and he was like, "Oh, oh my goodness, those are her feelings. That's her truth." Mm -hmm. And so, and then Sharon comes out. Well, we protect our queen. Mm -hmm. It does. It's not a good look whenever Mm -hmm. the only black woman in that house says that Mm -hmm. she has some issues, and then you say we protect the queen as a woman. Surely you know, and you know how she, how any woman feels, how you, you know, you feel like an outsider sometimes. And when, when someone says they're suffering from they, suicidal thoughts, yeah, 
And your first thing is to say, we protect our queen. We protect our family. Mm-hmm. Is this woman not part of the family? Mm-hmm. No, apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently and your not. friend puts it out there that, you know, he doesn't like her and all this other stuff. And then you defend that instead of defending this woman who's going through. And then when Cheryl tried to explain things to her, you know, she, if, if, if Sharon, if this was something that she felt side, but it's side, uh, Sidetracked or sidetracked or yeah, she got hit with. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have said when they went to break. No, no, no. You're still ranting about it and dropping f bombs Mm -hmm. and saying, "Cheryl, you have no right to cry." Right. She she did say she was wrong to dismiss her her emotion, but it's kind of late. So you knew what you were saying and you knew how your feelings were going. And we really have to watch since we're on social media and the things that we say. And since she keeps saying, professing the fact that she's a professional, she should have known as a professional to watch what she says and how she says it to the other person, especially another Mm -hmm. woman of color who's Mm -hmm. just trying to explain to her. And she was explaining, Cheryl was explaining things to her in love about the situation. As a finer woman should. Yep. Oh yes, and then as but as a heated woman, <laughs> it was heated, you know. So she should have she should have approached her a different way. She wasn't saying anything against her. She told her, you know, stop that crying. Who does that? Like the child or something? Like don't do that. We you saw Cheryl's face. She was like, you know what? Yeah, I was saying that. Your I got bills. Your I got bills. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I don't entertain that bull crap. You know, and she knew it, but um. She again, she's one of those privileged people. And so, you know, uh, her platform, her television is her platform, but she just used it the wrong way. You know what? I'm glad you said that in the the past. And Jerry and Kim, maybe you could chime in on this, too, because Amanda Seals, she shared her two cents. Yeah. Jerry Jerry is the president of her fan club. Um, She was like. A petered and appalled. She was pissed about the fact that I guess she, I guess she was more angry at Kevin Frazier because he had tagged her and a a couple of other people um, in the post. And he, she was saying that it should not be the responsibility of the African-American community to teach the white community not to be racist against the African-American community or any community. It's 2021. You know right from wrong. Should no one be teaching you? And Kim, we're going to talk about uh, a situation that happened to you today. <laughs> Kim's like, come on, come on. <laughs> so, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. No, I mean, it's it, it, no. We we can wait. I'm just saying, you're okay. you're, you're just hitting a button that mm-hmm. you know that was like, hey, you know, yes. yeah. So, I mean, do you agree that it it shouldn't be? You know, where should this come from? Where should White, um, naive white folks what, know. educating themselves. <laughs> I, um, but how? Enough. When all the books are based <laughs> on their history well, and not our well, history. Strangely enough, I had a, a friend of mine um, in, in in conversation, white woman. Um, basically, she kind of said that she wanted to. Uh, she went and got some books um, mm-hmm. to educate her on Asian history, on mm-hmm. Black history, on all the racism that's going on in America right now. And she wanted to, to get the information, you know, when I, when she told me this, I was just like, thank you. You know, I appreciated it, but she said, no, you don't have to thank me. She said she wanted to educate herself to make sure she wasn't part of the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and that if she, you know, and to move it forward to make sure her children aren't part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I applaud that because um, white people don't understand it. They, they don't live it. They don't experience it, um, but they can change it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they can change the way other white people um, perceive it. One of the things I said was, that's a great thing because I never viewed her as somebody who carried racism in her heart um, or anger or hate or any of that. Um, But the difference she can make is the white person standing next to her when I try to describe it to her or you try to explain it to her, the words uber sensitive, um, you know, over the whole racial thing, you know, America's become so sensitive, uber sensitive, um, usually is one of the first things that I find comes out of their mouths. But when it's somebody, when it's another white person telling another white person, wait a minute, this is racist. This is why it's not okay. You know, put yourself in the shoes. If it were this and, you know, maybe it will help, even if it's only one person, you know, one person at a time, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, I I appreciated it. um, And I was actually proud to call him my friend. You know, I was, I was happy with her, you know, excited. Last four minutes. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I agree everything what Amanda was saying and something that stuck out to me was she was like, why is it that the black man has to pull out the coattail for the white woman to walk on, you know, to make it seem like it's okay. You know, Oh, like we're all going to be friends again. Like, Oh, I understand. Like, no, it's not okay. You know what I mean? I feel like they set him up to be honest, you know, like Kevin Frazier. And I'm just like, do you not, see the whole you know picture I understand like his job as a journalist you know but then again like you're a black man you should understand this but then sometimes they don't either but as far as like you know um white people how can they you know learn or whatever I guess you can start from books you know if they're really interested and um you know it'd be good to befriend you know a black person who has you know who went through these traumas and these situations so that they can get a somewhat of an understanding you know as well um I say that because growing up um you know I went to a predominantly white school in middle school um and you know I had a a white friend whose mother you know obviously was white you know black white and you know in the black community but she understood a lot about black problems because she was living in the community she had you know black friends and things like that and she was raising her children to not be like how you know her grandparents was and her you know people before then so I think it's you know good to you know get close to someone who you know of you know african-american race that you know we can educate them too you know even though it shouldn't be our jobs you know it shouldn't be some of this should be common sense but not everyone has common sense either uh-huh. so um you know but it's you have to want to learn too and like you said they yeah, have be to open to it be open mm-hmm. to it right a lot of these people are so stubborn and stuck in their ways and some of these people still can't see what trump did wrong you know when he was in office four years you know what i'm saying so mm. you have it, it starts with them first they have to mm. want to, so. well you have to see if it's wrong where you're but, wrong yeah. you have to see that you know they, they they want so many receipts they meaning those who feel um that nothing is wrong they have to see you have to prove to them that what they're doing and their actions that they take are absolutely wrong um and so it, even with proof there's like they're like it's not enough 
So regardless of what you do, they're going to believe in what they, they're going to want to believe what they want to believe. And so as long as we continue to educate our children, educate our community and educate ourselves, I think that we'll be, um, we'll be a lot closer to somewhat of a normalcy when it comes to healing from all this. Uh, This has been decades. Racism has, oh my gosh. I don't know. My my kids' kids is, my kids' kids' is, kids may finally see the light you know so uh we're gonna take a quick break we're here with kim wood um she is asian american if you haven't noticed right Mm -hmm. isn't that that's just not something (laughs) you say it's not something you you look what is it you'll be surprised what is it what is it what is it got mixed with what you got mixed with oh god Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about all the dumb questions all the cliches and uh most recently all the uh situations that happened uh as it involved uh or as it has to do with her community the asian american community and the asian community uh but first we're gonna take a quick break and then get a juice box because we got some juicy fan mail mm-hmm. kim i don't know if you're ready for this one mm. i don't know get here ready, we go get ready i'm listening we're gonna take a quick <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break it's the hey girl hey podcast on urban media today hold on do- Advertise on Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio with 24-7 exposure and online exclusives. Email editor at urbanmediatoday.com. Urban Media Today is an online blog magazine specializing in urban lifestyle, finance, entertainment, HBCU sports, and more. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Girl, hey, it is the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media today. Kim Wood joins us. We're going to talk to her in just a minute, but I want to know what she thinks about this fan mail. Get ready to collect your pearls, ladies. Collect your pearls. Mm. Who said calling a woman a bee is sexy? I know some like it hot and heavy in bed, but I feel some kind of way when it comes to calling a woman a bee while having sex. I was intimate with a man who thought it was cute to call me out my name while having sex. I may have overreacted, but I despise the word from anyone. He said I was out of line and that is what you say in the heat of passion. She says in all caps, my ass. Uh, I can <laughs> I, I can see getting kinky and even dangerous, but that's a no-no. Am I the only woman who feels this way? Somebody go. <laughs> well, no. oh, you, you could go well. first. No, that's mm, I'm just listening. <laughs> um, I that would make me feel uncomfortable. You know, it wouldn't even feel sexy to me. I would feel like I'm in a bad situation. Like, you calling me a bitch? Like, I don't, mm-mm. That's, you know, I get it. You're in the heat of the month, but it could have been anything else but that, you know. So I can see where she was a bit uncomfortable. It would make me uncomfortable. There's just, yeah. you know, I think people get too much into character. People watch porn too much, and they try to bring it into the bedroom. And, you know, just it doesn't, no, I would have just, lost my appetite to sex that time <laughs> you know i went yeah. I that's it that's that wasn't cool no shoot saying calling me that is just like call me another woman's name it's about to go down <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. about to go down uh, you say that you you what you well no mood changer. definite mood mm-hmm. changer yeah it, it'll stop i mean mm, kill the child. vibe kill the buzz everything 
And then after that, I'm about to go up in your mouth with my fist. Like, mm-hmm. you're you going to be leaving there like, oh, my goodness, she just bust out my tooth. Because, yeah, that's not cute. It's not cute. I can't even think of, like, how heated it could get for you to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I think with people with that with that name, people use it so much that um, it, it just, it it's worn out. You know, it's not, doesn't really serve a purpose. Because I watched this TV show last night. You ever watch Sisters? I'm not, you know, giving a plug out, but there's this guy on this show called Sisters. And he goes, B, oh, B, B, this, B, that. I mean, that's all he says. And mm-hmm. it was so sickening just watching the show because I was like, well, he just stopped saying that. It's yeah. a regular, it's already Somebody TV has show. to tell him not to do that. You know well, what I'm he, saying? You got to let portraying, people know. He was portraying a gay character. And, I, you know, and so it was supposed to be one of those things, I guess, I guess, well, I guess the stereotype that gay guys say, well, B. Yeah. Come on, B. The ones that I know do. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. did it a thousand times. And I was just like, this is too much. But in the bedroom, you call me that. It's about to go down, but not in a good way. Mm -hmm. Not in a good way. Uh, uh, (laughs) Yeah, what you got? I just want to know. She said not in a good way. How well did they know each other? Like, wouldn't he have (laughs) known? Because like, Mine would know that's not okay. So, right. you know, like, that's the first question is, how well did you know him? <laughs> like, yeah. he, or how well, well, well enough well to well drop them draws. How <laughs> well did he know? Well, come on, we're being realistic I'm now. Just, oh, yeah, I forgot. You know, I forgot. Some I folks forgot. don't need draws. to know you that don't well. don't know you that well. Mm-hmm. I forgot, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So my, question, my first question is, I mean, for me, absolutely not. But for her, like, honey, how well did he know? Did you know him? To know he would not, or you know, or but are we saying this because we're older? No, no, we don't know how. Yeah, I'm but you're 20 not twenty something. something. So I'm twenty something. Me too. Okay, <laughs> I'm twenty yes, something. But you're closer to. You come on, Jerry, about. stop it. <laughs> you're closer to. You're closer to thirty. You're not twenty one, twenty two. I'm probably the oldest one here. No, probably. that would be no, Lashawn is. She's a woman of a certain age. I don't know. I just think I I get the I get the heat of the moment thing. Um, You would have to ask a young person. I understand that the heat of the moment thing because there are women who call men, come on, N word, you big D or little hairy butt, whatever. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. know. I mean, I guess if if that's with this with that particular writer Airy that's butt. not her love language but for some people that might be their love language that exactly. could be the word sex how well did they know each other yeah you would think you would know each other's love language exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah she she uh, she felt some kind of way about that so obviously when she wrote the letter she was like what you know that's just something i don't like but mm. to some chicks that's their love language. like come on daddy like i don't daddy is a word for me right there I do not like calling a dude that's not my daddy, my daddy. Thank I don't you. think that's cute. That's you know, gross. You know, like, that's so gross. And especially mm-hmm. not during lovemaking. Like, Ew. come on, daddy. I'm like, whoa. That's incestuous. Turn on the lights. Oh, no. You know, no, thank daddy. You. Oh no! So I can see Lashawn now. She'd one. be like, she'd be like, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. <laughs> you call me daddy. Again. Let me holler at you. Call me, call me, 
Let me call me. Call me the B word again. Call me the B word again and see if I don't. You see if I don't open my mouth. See if I don't open my mouth. I'd be so close to him. He'd be like, Kim, this is what we do when we need you to pay close attention. Mm -hmm. He'd be like, let me, let me get a little closer. Let me get real close. Let me holler at you real quick. This is what you're not. Let me, you got to have, this is what you're not going to do. This is what you're not going to do. Not what you finna not going to do. You put you fitting or not? What you fitting or not? Okay, what you fitting or not gonna do? Okay, it's a short. It's a short one. I've, I've, um, kind of. Yeah, I appreciate her, but I mean, she's gonna get with him again. If it bothered her now, she gotta have the conversation before it goes down again. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. Yeah, don't do it again with him. People like the choking. They like the. They like the role playing. They like all the other stuff. And maybe they're getting it all from, you know, reality TV and yeah, porn. Well, if that's what you're Internet. like, it's all about a conversation. Like, talk about it. You Do know? you think that she overreacted? No. Mm, no, mm. absolutely not. Mm-mm. Okay. It's not what okay. you, yeah, if you're, if you're sending a letter and then at the end you're putting caps on the word ass, you know, uh, <laughs> You mad. You mad. You mad. She a little upset. She a little mad. You look a little upset. All right. Well, that went that that went well. That went fine. So we'll we'll just get into um we'll talk to Kim now. Um because this is a this is a pretty long discussion and I, maybe 25 minutes is not enough. So we'll get into it now. Um we have a hey girl spotlight, Kim Wood, um, who is Asian American. She's my good girlfriend. And um and her family is from where? Where is her family from? Vietnam. From Vietnam. Vietnam. She tells us stories about uh her mom and her dad, and she brought food to work and she showed us how, you know, Vietnamese food, and she talked to us about wedding, the wedding ceremonies, and you just get to know um tradition. Um, I didn't know anything. Earlier I had posted um a question about how asking how many Asian friends or Asian American friends do you have? And there were people who said several, there were people who said one, I said three. And, and that's only because I forgot, I worked with a young lady who I did not know was Asian American. Um, and uh, there were people who said, I have 30. Um, and you can ask how many black friends you have, how many white friends you have, that number will be different. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Yeah. Why? Why Why are we just now noticing this community? Or why are we just now noticing what this, what the, your community, Kim, I'm not gonna talk like you're not here, but what your community goes through. Um, just recently in Atlanta, eight people were killed um, after a gunman went on a rampage, shooting up three spas in Atlanta, the man has been caught and charged with eight counts of murder. Six victims were of Asian descent. Um, Asian Americans have been targeted uh, nearly 3,800 hate incidents this past year. Um, a sheriff's deputy we mentioned earlier facing criticism for saying that the suspect was just having a bad day. Everywhere. Okay. okay. Uh, the hashtag stop Asian hate is now viral and on social media, it's now trending and AAPI Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders form has been formed. It was actually formed since March of last year 
to prevent discrimination during the coronavirus pandemic. This is according to the New York Times. And then activists and elected officials claim that these attacks were fueled in the early pandemic by former President Donald Trump, who frequently, quote, frequently used racist language to refer to the coronavirus, end mm -hmm. quote, according to New York Times. He, the suspect, says this was not a hate crime. Of course he's going to say that. Yeah, so Kim, being our guest, um, what was your response to um, the news, you know, what happened in Atlanta, um, you know, how your family, well, first off, how are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm good. Um, I'm good. Um, scared. Uh, I don't want to say walking around scared. Um, more worried about, like, I, my family's huge. Um, my mother's one of 10. Um, so you know, when we get together and there's a family get together, I think there's last we counted 67 grandchildren. Um, and since then, many more have been born. Um, so my family's big. Um, I worry about my older aunties. I worry about uh, my uncles. You know, when they talk about targeting, um, they went into the Asian massage parlors. So, you know, we have we a lot of my family were the stereotypical. We we own a lot of nail salons. A lot of my family have, you know, are in the business. So, you know, I guess if if somebody wanted to target Asian women or Asian people, that's where they could go. Um, I'm sad, you know, uh, I also, I, I saw a woman in San Francisco. She was standing on a corner, 76 years old, and a man walked up to her and just punched her dead in the yeah. face. Um, you know, she fought back, picked up a stick and, you know, she whooped his tail. Um, mm -hmm. He was on a stretcher um, being taken to the hospital. But, um, you know, I worry about my mother. I worry about my aunts because it seems as though these people that are going out and, and, and attacking or, or picking um old people, senior citizens, women. Um, they're not walking up people. to a gang of my cousins who are in their 20s, you know, and I'll go to the gym and saying, hey, you, let's pick up, you know, they're not picking a fight with them. No. Um, so, you know, uh, they're a bunch of punks, really, is what it comes down to. But um, it's no different. It's always been there. You know, the racism. Um, I went to a predominantly um, white high school um, you know, I used to ride the bus in, at, at, at my school and I was Vietnamese, so they didn't call me a chink, but they would chant Viet on the bus daily, you, you know, to and from bus drivers never stopped it. Um, I didn't really tell anybody about it. You know, it just got into a couple of fistfights after the, you know, when I got off the bus, that's just how we dealt with it back then. Um, but it's there. Um, I share a lot of stories, you know, with everything that was going on through the Black Lives Matters um, and just just all the racism that's going on. I don't blame Trump for the racists. I blame him for allowing the racists to giving them a voice. Yeah. It's like he started the, the rhetoric and yeah. the rest of the country that already felt that way. You know, I don't think he made a person who's not racist, a racist. Um, but I think the people that already had that hate in them and that anger, that 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 ugly in them, I think he made it okay for them to wear it proudly on yep. their shoulder and yep. say, you know, I hate, you know, I'm white and I hate the rest of America that's not, you know. So I, I don't want to say I blame him, but I blame him, you know, in right. part. Yeah. He has he has a hand in it. He definitely has yeah. a hand in it. Yeah. LaShawn, Ms. you want to yeah. comment? Hmm. <sighs> This is I know you a, have. I know you have things to talk about when it comes to the orange guy. Yeah, mm. I, I, I sometimes I don't like to really mention his name, but um, 
this this is a lot to unpack because racism has been going on forever right. since the beginning of time. And yeah. then, you know, um, now we're seeing so much of it on television when before it was stuff, it happened, but it was never filmed. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have yes. been oppressed for so on long mm-hmm. that, you know, this is nothing new to get a butt you get your butt kicked by somebody because you're a certain color, you know, this has been happening for so long. And then, you know, okay, so it happens, there's Black Lives Matter. It, it did negate the fact that Asian Americans and everybody else, and, you know, was getting beat up too. So this is, this is a big, a big thing. And now we're all coming together to fight it together which that, should have it. been that's the stand right all along. We we all should have been standing. I think what people were just trying to fight against was the wording of everything. Because when we would say Black Lives Matter, they would say All Lives Matter too. We all understand that. But n- the fact is that some people didn't understand Black Lives Matter. Right. They didn't understand now, where it came from yeah, why it started. They didn't understand what under, was, that the was the heart problem. of that. They didn't understand where it came from or why it started. Right. And so now was... there's an understanding, and we're seeing all this happen. We got to get to the understanding now. All lives freaking matter. Mm-hmm. Everybody matter because now we're seeing this is on film. When you see on film, you know, young guys hitting a 70 year old woman. I mean, not cold clocking her. Come on. Come on, just walking him. She's not doing anything. Right. I mean, this is ridiculous. I think it's, it's just a lack of respect for life, for yeah, human it is. life. It is. Um, and, you know, you're going yeah. into places where you you think this group is there and you're going to go shoot them. Like, you know, going into the massage parlor. So she's going there and he and they said that he didn't go there targeting these ladies. He knew them personally because he went to this place. He had gone. He there had before. a sexual fetish or some type yeah. of sexual yeah. fantasy but he told the police that he was going to go he was going to california or something or florida like he was going to go to yeah florida i believe to do yeah. it again it's like wow and he told he told them not mm. yeah the mind is said it's mental illness and uh, yeah. that's the problem I, i'm just like how many bad days do we have on the daily? You don't see me going into malls and shooting up people. You don't see me going, you know, terrorizing people. Everyone has a bad day. Mm-hmm. Boo move on. You know, there's there was no reason, none at all. And to me, it's like if he was a black man, he wouldn't have been walking out of there. Period. Mm-hmm. He would have been mm-hmm. caught up dead. You know, the minute they seen him, we can't walk outside with a cell phone in our hand before we get killed. Let mm-hmm. alone a whole gun you know a rifle that part that it, it, it was giving him the okie doke you know he had a bad day he's gonna shoot us some people you know what i'm mean? like that that really like that, that all the time when yeah, minorities get killed it gets swept underneath the rug they're having a bad day when a okay. cop puts his knee on somebody's neck it's because he was moving you know or they shoot somebody because i saw he was going to get a gun it's not a bad day. It's not a gun. You had it in your mind what you were going to do. You make up excuses for that friend, bad behavior. But yeah. yeah, but if a black man or Asian man shoots somebody else of not of their own color, it's one of those things where he went after that cop or he went after that white man or he did this. It changes the narrative. 
And yeah. that's what we we need to stop. You can't sweep it underneath the rug. That this man, he did. He went out. He went in there to get them. There's people who who attack black people. They attack Asian Americans. They do this. This is what they do. Yeah. You know, we can't keep sweeping underneath the rug as a bad day. Let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the, the what it is. Bad day. You know, is that why they went up? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, just they give bad them this. days. Don't make you a racist. Everybody thing. has a bad damn day. Right. Don't make so, you a racist. I, I, I think that um, it, it's it's fair to say that we have we definitely have an issue with uh, I hate using this I hate this word this word is such a nasty word white supremacy yeah um uh, it's just it's so uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable um where where we have um a race that feels that they are superior and will do anything to keep that title of superiority um, in this country, whether it's lynching, uh, um, calling police uh, when you see someone walking down the street, hitting an, uh, an elderly Asian man or woman for nothing because it's, you know, for shits and giggles, because it's just something that's funny. It's something that you can, you know, we, we watch on, on YouTube or you know on TV, um, to attacking the Capitol, um, and there are people who have still not been arrested. Right. You know we have to stop, like you said, making excuses for this group of assailants, mm-hmm. this group of terrorists. They're the real terrorists who are raising other terrorists, in my opinion, because I believe that their children and their tribes who see them act on this feel that this is the right way to go. And if we don't nip it in the bud right now, I don't expect Biden or uh, Kamala to do anything about it. I believe as a community, we need to do something about it politically and within our own community. We need Mm -hmm. to do something about it, teaching it, correcting it when it's wrong, demanding the justice um, and, and, and following it up. I don't think that the protests or the marches should stop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't stop just because somebody got a settlement. <gasps> don't stop that there hasn't been any news stories. It ha- that these things need to stop. I mean, it needs to stop. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to continue with Kim Wood. There's more questions we have to ask her. It's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast on Urban Media today. Hold on. Sensible Home Health Care of Pittsburgh provides your loved one with the promise of peace. Elder care requires patience and understanding, and that's why we train our home health care givers with the knowledge and resources needed to care for our aging patients. When making the decision to find personal home health care for your family, make it a sensible one. Sensible Home Health Care. Call 888-455-0513 or log on to sensiblehhc.org. Hey girl, hey. Hey. All right, it's the Hey Girl Hey 
podcast, 24-7, your favorite hip-hop and R&B, um, classic hip-hop and R&B. If you want to listen to some soulful music, some gospel music, some jazz music, and sometimes a little bit of cussing, this cool because we grown. little we grown bit of cussing. We grown folk. Oh. We grown folk. Download the Live 365 or the TuneIn app. You can check it out. Just set it as your favorite. Urban Media Today Radio. Make sure you check that out, okay? Uh, this is the Hey Girl A podcast. We have special guest Kim Wood. Uh, she's joining us today and uh, we're getting into deep Yay, discussion about Karen. the recent events that um, has affected her community um, as an Asian American woman, as an Asian American, her mother, her family's from Vietnam. Um, and we talked earlier about the situation that happened in Atlanta where eight lives were lost due to a gunman because he was just having a bad day. Okay. Um, that floors me. Right, right. And so we talked about that and we talked about how this affected Kim's family. You said you have experienced racist race, uh, racism and hate um, before, but during the pandemic, have you, because you, you know, you, you work in the public. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I I also bartend. She's she's an amazing bartender, by the way, just. Oh, good to know. I'm going to holler at you later. Right. Um, people say to me, um, sometimes when you see me, you don't know what I am, um, Vietnamese and, and American. Um, and so they think they can say things. Um, you know, people would call it the China virus to me. And I'm looking at them like, really? Mm-hmm. China, the coronavirus, uh, the Kung Fu virus, you know, um, they've blamed it. Kung blamed flu. On the Kung flu. You know, they've blamed it on um asian people in general you know uh, it's it's their fault it's here i overhear the conversations um unfortunately the position i'm in most of the time i can't really say anything about it i can't really correct them but i you know i'll say things like you mean the coronavirus um and they're like yeah yeah whatever you know um but i, I think that the the more recent um uh, crime that's going or hate crime that's going on with the Asian community is simply because of what's going on um, with the pandemic, with the virus. Um, it's always been there, but I think it's more upfront um, and more more directed to them right now, just because of um, our president, ex president Trump. You know, would say mm-hmm. that it was a China disease, you know, China virus. Yeah. They brought it here. You know, it was their fault. Um, wow. You know, and. So many people believe everything that that man said anyway. Um, so why wouldn't they believe that? You, you know, why well, would they? The next step for this is uh, because they're trying to kind of belittle the situation. It's going to, and, and it always happens whenever a certain group is being attacked, they're going to make the two, the two groups attack each other. Now things are going to change. Things are going to go where it's going to be like, Black people against Asian Americans. Yes. It takes the light off of them. Yes. That's the next, this it's the next step. It's the it's the way it falls. It's the way, it's the way things are the comments that are made, that's gonna be made by, you know, some white people. Um, and it's gonna cause other people of color to fight against each other. We we as a whole, when I say we, I'm gonna say everybody of color. If we really came together. white supremacists and because i'm going to even include white people in the group of some of the minorities because there's a lot of white people out there that don't think like that that's right came together and stopped allowing the white supremacists to to divide us and separate us um they would lose 
I mean, we would come full force, but it, it right now it, it it gives them power to keep us all in our boxes, to keep us all separated. Um, and what we've got to learn is it's not just Asians, it's not just Blacks, it's not just it, it's Indians, it's it's Middle Easterns. Mm-hmm. You know, they had their time with it. Mm-hmm. I hear people say things about it. Um, And then um, if we circle even back to the conversation of should we educate them? Is it our responsibility? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Nice to see them take initiative and want to learn themselves. Yes. But but to me, um, the reason why they want to learn is probably because they've met somebody in their life of color and and that person has made them realize wait a minute yeah. you know, this ain't cool this ain't right you know yeah. my dad thought like this my mother thought like this but I met her or I met that black woman or I met that Asian man or I met that and they're not like that you know they're nice yeah. people they're good people um and if we can come together as a whole not just as when we say community I don't mean just the black community the Asian community the Africa you know everyone everyone of minority if we come together as one the power that we would have in numbers would be unbelievable it would just be unbelievable it's all about the conversation have the Mm -hmm. conversation and then you know when people say oh forgive me it's not about the forgiveness forgiveness is great and it's fine and we need to have it but it's about atonement for what you have done it's about the changing of your mind and turning it around and doing the right thing. I appreciate for I appreciate when someone says forgive me and change around. It's the atonement. You have to you have to change your thought and move in a better direction. Mm-hmm. They have to want to understand. Um, and sometimes offensive questions may come across the board. Um, Be ready from other white folks, and instead of taking it. I've learned instead of being offended by the question, this is my time to share with them my experience, um, what I've gone through. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm Vietnamese, but, you know, my children are, are they're, they're, they're black. I mean, when people look at them, they see black women. So, right. you know, I, I kind of see it in all different ways and it's coming from all different angles. And, and at the end of the day, if we don't educate and explain and, and have those difficult conversations, um, even when it's hard for us to hear, right. um, even when it's hard for, we've got to learn to be less defensive sometimes and kind of just take a deep breath and say, you know what, I'm going to teach you something today. I'm going to share something with you. And if we could do that, we might be able to find more love for each other, more understanding, more compassion absolutely, and empathy. That's what's missing. Cause if a lot of times, if even though white people aren't racists, they don't go through it. They don't experience or they don't live in an area where they're in touch with black people every day. Right. So, you know, and, and so if they only have one black friend, it's because they really only have one black friend. Um, but sometimes I've actually had conversations with them when they've said, you mean that racism is is still there? You know, that really happened to your daughter? You know, when I was telling them about my daughter uh, spending the night at a white family's house and the little girl, when they came home, telling me, my daughter telling me that the little girl said to them, make sure you tell my, don't tell my dad you're black because he won't like it if we have a black person in our house. You oh, know, God. my child never went back to that house again. Oh. But these are, but again, that little girl had no problem with my daughter being black. She wanted to be her friend. you understand as crazy as all that in that there was still a little girl who came from parents who were teaching her hate 
but she was saying, I like you anyway. Right. Um, you know what I mean? It came out crazy, you know, especially when your child comes home after you've let, and I know knew the mother, I went to high school with the mother. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, I thought it was okay and safe for her to go there. Um, but, you know, as you, if, if we can teach one person at a time, maybe the next person can learn and the next, you know, right. I'm hopeful. Um, it's just as much hate as I've seen. I'm going to be honest. I've also seen some, some really, some people have surprised me. That's all. Well, do you think, do you think that the government is doing enough towards these acts of hate? No. Not just towards the um, Asian community or Asian American community, but also black. They never have. And uh, Native Americans, they're not. Nope. 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 They never have. When Never you have, have a court case like the Floyd court case where they're trying to find jurors to go to be on a jury duty and they're what's turning them is that the family got money for that yeah. case. Yeah. That should not turn you that you should like like it's okay because they got paid. So let's not prosecute, yeah. let's yeah, not put the issues. officer in jail because they got money. Yeah. That that tells you we have a lot of learning to do. Mm-hmm. A lot to be educated because what does money have to do with the fact that this man took this person's life? Murdered somebody in cold He blood. murdered him. Murdered and him in cold All blood. because his family was given a check, which is nothing compared to it's bringing like, his life back. Uh-uh. You're going to say, well, it's settled. We don't settle things with money. We don't have that luxury. We uh-huh. don't. We, so we go to jail for dumber things. Um, but not, not saying that's dumb, but we go to jail for like stupid stuff, but this man took somebody's life and you're going to say a check negates that. Check should mm. do Let's it. let it be done. Honey, you know, just like they did the I'm same over it. Taylor, you know, like, yeah. we even have that. We even have that in our community. I mean, it, the, the, the issue is not as serious as, as this one that we're talking about, but when it was a, pro, uh, a situation that happened, a few years back here in Pittsburgh where a young black woman was at a pizza parlor and yep. she got in hell. Mm-hmm. assaulted or she was in mm-hmm. uh got mm-hmm. into a scuffle with the owner right. of the pizza mm-hmm. parlor and the pizza the 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 person was I, I don't know if he was Italian or if he was Pakistani, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But um, you know, folks took to the streets and they protested and you know, and then there was a check and it was, it was quiet. That was it. Yeah. But you and know, it like, can't happen. We we need to stop. No, like that that can't even happen. Right. Because and I can't speak because I'm I'm not a family that you know maybe the family needs the money. I'm not sure. But it, it's just like no, you need to be, you need to be convicted. Yeah. Before you get paid, but, like but you know you what I'm saying. But again, I can't. Huh. Do you think it's people in the court of law that are telling these families you're not going to win, so they give up? Oh yeah, um, oh, probably. No, you know, probably, especially if you're a family that's there. not familiar with the with the legal system. Right. If you're a family and, and that's you, and, and you're a family you that's a, the right. attorney with money. If you don't have right. the attorney representing you with money, you know, at the end of the day, they're saying, hey, you, you know, it's not even worth it. Right. You know, I've so, seen right. public defenders walk in and walk in court, walk in court and say. Yeah, go ahead, take the plea. You know, we'll, we'll be this. This is going to be yeah, done, and okay, let's exactly. be out of here. Because they exactly. got, they're like, you're on their top. You're free, dude. And they'll say, come on, you're going to take the plea. It's something. You only get yep. sixty days. Like sixty yep. days is nothing. Sixty days is in jail. And then mm-hmm. you know, and record. I got a record. Mm-hmm. And you can't get a job after that, right? So, you know, it you follows. Know. You. They try mm-hmm. to 
you know, give you a little tap, like, oh, it's going to be okay. Just yeah. take it. I mean, you have the gentleman who, they gotta be. Who, nah. who shot and killed someone during the Black Lives Matter protest, young white boy who was, you know, he's still alive. I think he's walking out right through now. with a rifle. He had walking it on through his back, the rifle. Through. And then you yeah. have the young white man who went through the, the, um, the church in Charlotte, in, in Charlotte, what is it, South Carolina? Yeah, South Carolina, Charleston. South yeah. Carolina, Charleston, I'm sorry. Um, and he's still living. Um, yep. the took young, him to Burger yeah, King after he did it. Took him to Ghana, Ghana. He was hungry. There's something he needs, to, it needs to change. It needs to change. Kim, I want to ask you this. Um, if you could address a community of members who don't know but want to know what do you want them to know (laughs) who don't know that what they're doing or how they're behaving is out of pocket um like the sharon osborne those who who are doing things and saying things and act okay that you're right um Uh, some of the how would you tell them what would you yeah how would you tell sharon and karen (laughs) we're not all the same the asian community though we're all under one there's china there's vietnam there's japan you know we all have a little bit of a difference in our background we all look different you know those are little things that that a lot of people don't realize and don't know um i don't know what what exactly what else what do you mean what else do you want to know you know, yeah. that's the thing. Ass. That's the, the what, you yeah. know, what, what, what the, some of the Stop stupid questions that you get. Stop calling us Oriental. Oriental. Uh, that's a rug. That is a rug. <laughs> it's a rug. That is a rug. Yes. I am not Oriental. I am Asian. Asian. I am not. Stop calling us Oriental. We are yes. not Oriental. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't eat cat. We don't eat dog. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I never tried it. I swear. <laughs> I have two big, beautiful dogs. I would never even think about. Oh, it. her dogs are amazing. They are um, oh, yeah. my little boyfriend. Stereotypes are fun. You know, I like to take. We like to take pictures for camera people. That's a definite. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Oh my god! Yeah, when my family first came here from Vietnam, we were up in Highland or not in Highland Park, and over in the parks. You know, and I grew up as an American, so with my whole family, we were there taking picture after picture after. We like to take we, pictures. We like to take. I mean, there's certain there's certain things that is Some stereotypes certain, are true. Are we true. eat rice. A lot it's of rice. Right. I, I eat yeah. white rice. You know, all the time with everything. It goes with everything. Mm. And we Don't have really potato like salad and greens. You know, <laughs> mac and cheese. The food is like you guys have chitlins. We yeah. eat that mm. stuff, but we don't call it that. And it looks different. And I'll, I don't eat it, but we're a poor country. Right. You know, so there is no waste to any of the, exactly. the pig. That's you know, we're going to figure out, you know, I've walked in and seen my mother eating a chicken heart. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With lemon and pepper right. and all that. You, you, the gizzards Cow-tom? and stuff yeah. when you have the, I, I, the turkey. I like the gizzards. I don't eat yeah. that. My mom's eating cow tongue. I've seen her. Yeah, yeah I can't get into that. No. I just don't like the way the whole t- oh. mm. mm. No, thank you. Anything, no. anything else we need to know? No. Try Vietnamese food. It's great. Yeah. Have a bowl of pho. What did we have with, that you brought in? You had rice and you had eggs or something. What was it that um, you brought? I just brought? That was just a basic. It was just rice and eggs with this stuff called nook mum. That's just something I brought. 
Nook mum. It's like a sauce. Yeah. Yeah. But pho, that is like the traditional Vietnamese dish. Noodle. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of little Vietnamese restaurants in the city. You can get it. And how can we, how, what can we do to um, support? I mean, are we, are we talking protests? Are we talking, um, you know, because you be even have people who are upset, like, well, what about Black Lives Matter? Like you said before. Just have conversation. To me, the most important thing is have conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, be aware of it. You, you know, if you see it, stop it. You, you know, right. um, to me, that's the best way to stop anything. You know, um, if you see it, stop it. If you see somebody being a racist, you say something. You overhear exactly. somebody saying something foul, you say something. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts with each person, I guess, you know. If we start mm-hmm. narrowing it down to groups, taking up for this group, taking up for this group. Right. It needs to go. It's broader than that. Take up for mm-hmm. this person. Mm-hmm. Take care of that person. Exactly. Make sure that one's okay. If you hear you it, know? say something, you know. Huh? Hey. I work in a restaurant and sometimes I hear people make comments about the, the, the line folks who are Mexican. And I look at them like, yo, that's not cool. Don't say that in front of me. You yeah. know, they're my people too. Don't say nothing about them. So, right. you know, and, and, and it's never, you know, Everybody knows who those people are, but at the end of the day, correct them. You know, yeah. you hear it say something. It's not okay. Right, you know. right. Kim, Maybe, thank you, know, you so put much. A little Avery in there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> color purple. <laughs> he said, I put a little sugar Avery in his water. Sugar Avery P. Sugar Avery P. I'm just saying. I, if you're going to quote it, honey, quote it right. I ain't want to say all that. Right. Right. You say that again, sugar, you going to have a little, a little sugar, sugar Avery P in there. All right. Kim, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank we appreciate it. Really. Hopefully, hopefully we answered, you know, some questions. If there was, you know, you have to find us on uh, social media and that way you can find, you can find Kim on there. She's very vocal about her feelings. If she wants you to know something, trust me, she will let you know. She will cut you out. A lot of people have blocked me during this election, but I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) I've lost a lot of friends this election. But are they really friends? Not anymore. Not anymore. Exactly. All right, Jer, Jer, how can they find past uh, episodes before the Urban Media, uh, Urban Media Today Talk Sports takes over? Yes. So to listen to past episodes of the Hey Girl Hey podcast, we are on Apple Podcast, Spotify. I was going to say, what is that? I thought she was getting undressed or something. Go ahead. Spotify. (laughs) Spotify. uh, Podbean. (laughs) Tune in Live 365, SoundCloud, Google Podcast, YouTube, Anchor <laughs> FM, and UrbanMediaToday.com. <laughs> Jerry gets, she'd be like, ah, we just everywhere, Chad. I don't we know. Just everywhere. everywhere. We are everywhere. <laughs> All right, Deshaun. And we and we really are. Um, if you if you want to reach us via email, you can reach us at the Hey Girl Hey Podcast at gmail.com on social media you can reach us on twitter at hey girl wait a minute, girl hey 2018 and on facebook the hey girl hey podcast and on instagram um hey girl hey podcast 2018 mm-hmm. and then you can give us a call at 412-709-6130 Thank you. I, I am your radio. 
I think that is it. I think you gave everything. Yeah. I, we've also been added to Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Breaker. So just in case, I don't know if you listen to it or not, but either way, you can find us. Just follow the hashtag, the Hey Girl Hey Podcast. I'm the radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I am the chatter chick, LaShawn. And I'm y'all millennial chick, Jerry Tipton. A.K.A. Nestle Tyson on red carpet. We got to give Kim a, we got to give Kim a chick name. What you got? You got to be a chick. Um, Hmm. I don't know, Kim. Kim, you got a chick name? She's a cool chick. We call me the China girl. (laughs) But it got to be chick though. China chick? The China, you China, China chick. chick. The China yeah. chick. I'm being funny. But you're not you know, from China. Yeah. I'm not. No, I don't know. Asian? Asian. Asian chick. Oh, that sounds like a porno. That's not good. It didn't sound good. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like a China chick was better. You're Kim chick. You're Kim chick. Kim, Kim chick. chick. Kim chick. Hello, <laughs> yes. Kim chick. We have to figure out a name for Kim. Yeah. We have to figure out a name for Kim. All right, it's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast. Super cool chick. Super cool chick. Super cool chick. Super cool chick. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Won't he do it? He'll find you a chick name in a minute. It's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast. I had fun. Thank you so much. Urban Media Today. You're listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free. So take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.